All right, here's another one. Okay. Tag the sponsor exposes the depravity of modern women. What the hell is tag the sponsor? I don't know. We'll find out. All right. Have you ever wondered how popular Instagram models can afford their lavish lifestyles? Oh, all the time. <laughs> I, I sit around wondering for days. Sure you do. I really did. All of them post selfies in which they're showing off expensive sports cars or vacationing in exotic locales, yet they all work low-paid jobs as bartenders or waitresses or become a congressperson out of New York. Oh, wait a minute. That's somebody else. <laughs> you probably figured some of the chump was paying for their Louis Vuitton purses and trips to Cabo. But you didn't know the sheer depths of these girls would sink to just for a few bucks. Yeah, pal. The man behind the curtain has been revealed and it's not a pretty sight. Say hello to tag the sponsor, a blog that exposes Instagram models for the craven horrors that they are. <laughs> nice. So everybody wants to cash in. Remember that remember that story we did, oh, I don't know, maybe about six or month, eight months ago where that girl went to uh, Silicon Valley because she got her Instagram uh, channel deleted. Yeah, she handcuffed herself to the, to the door or something. Well, no, I don't think she did that, but she was online crying, I want to be on Instagram and they won't let me and... They, right. They've ruined my life. I, I do remember, remember that. Remember that? Yeah. Is well, this her? <laughs> no. No, but I'm, what I'm saying is that these these people, whoever they are, who choose to make their whole career out of being a social media person, mm -hmm. and then when it doesn't work out for whatever reason, their channel gets deleted or it's not successful or whatever, they're just right. they're just devastated and ruined. Right, of course. In 2015, we should stop gassing up these Instagram models like they're God sent. We are yeah, we are putting them on a pedestal for just showing ass. Mm -hmm. Well, Chris Aiken could have could uh, you know concur with that though. Yeah, well, that's that's a good reason to be on a pedestal. <laughs> Too many hashtag. Captain save a hose defending them, otherwise known as white knights. Right. Of course. Like these bitches got some special skill to satisfy you. Instagram model means prostitute. They might as well start to put their uh, rates under the picture because they won't be fooling anyone for much longer. We are pro prostitution but we are against women who sell pussy and try to put down, down those who actually work and make a decent, decent living calling them hashtag basic. <laughs> we are against fraudulent hoes, pretentious and bigotry. <laughs> what the fuck? That's, that's, uh, that's this guy who's exposing these women for what they are. And I'm supposed to eat rice cakes and get in shape to be part of this world? Really? 
As it turns out, most if not all Instagram models make their living by being quote unquote sponsored, mm-hmm. meaning they get paid to fly to Dubai and have sex with an Arab sheik and 10 of his best buddies. <laughs> but these hoes don't simply rent their pussies out for cash. They engage in some of the most disgusting sex acts you can imagine. Tag the sponsor reveals just what the girls are willing to do for a little extra spending money. <laughs> what are they willing to do, Chris Aiken? Seems like anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, this shit is real. I know a guy who is a quote unquote model recruiter who gets paid to find girls who are basically willing to whore themselves out to the rich Saudis with oil money. The Saudis pay anywhere from $10,000 to as much as $50,000 per girl for each trip, which lasts anywhere from a weekend up to two weeks. And they basically fuck the shit out of the girls multiple times a day. With just about every fetish you can imagine, including uh, shitting and pooping and peeing on the girls. You say all this like it's a bad thing. (laughs) The Saudis take pride in their pooping and peeing on the girls. Take pride. And more often than not, they make them personal bets and hold contests to see who can get the most liquidy poop. To drop on the girls' faces. Oh, my God. Ever heard of two girls, one cup? Yeah, so they're sitting there eating fucking, like, um, curry or, and shit. Like, yeah, and, and fucking rolling up an enema up in their ass before they fucking squat over some chick's face. Yeah. <laughs> my shit, your face. Damn right. The winner gets to choose the next vacation spot and gets to pick his girls first. That's right. The girls you see on Instagram with hordes of orbiters proclaiming how they would suck a fart out of their ass are getting paid to have Arab squirt diarrhea in their faces. (laughs) I know that's not supposed to be funny, but that's fucking hysterical. Yeah. (laughs) There's even a colloquial term. For these tarts, okay. it's called the Dubai Porta Potty. The du- <laughs> the Dubai Porta Potty. That's great. Wonder if these Arab weirdos kiss them. I don't after. know. Even I, I don't know if you ever shit in your girl's mouth. Do you think you could ever kiss her again? No, I don't think I ever could. Even if she brushed her teeth a hundred times. Yeah. And- and showered 50 times and I, I, you know, gargled a whole bottle of scope. I don't think so. I think I'd always have that image of fucking last night's lunch in her mouth. Yeah. Ugh, just sounds terrible. If tag the sponsor doesn't convince you that we've all slid all the way to Gamora, nothing will. Here we have an entire class of women who are so lacking in decency that they'll shove salmon up their vagina so they can afford to shop at Saks Fifth Avenue. 
Salmon? Salmon. What? Yeah, you know, uh, Led Zeppelin did that. They made that popular. Mm. Putting fish up their snatch. I did not know that trick. You didn't You didn't read Hammer of the Gods? No, I don't read. <laughs> Why do they do that? Just for degrading purposes, I guess. Just, just for the fuck of it. Yeah, I guess. Oh, all right. The civilization where women sell themselves not even to survive, but for for, volley, for, for frivolous luxury items is a mm. c- civilization in terminal decline. Okay. Absent from the debate on pornography, prostitution, and the like is the spiritual element. The central problem with sex work isn't disease, degeneracy, or the Bible's disapproval, transactional sex inherently ruins the soul of both women and men. I witness this firsthand. Okay. The Philippines, where I lived for a part of last year, has a large and visible sex industry. Beyond the seedy strip joints and freelancers filled expat bars in, in, in Manila, there's a sizable number of normal Phil, uh, Philippine Philip, I don't know how you say this. Philippians who will accept money for sex if you proposition them the right way. This might be yeah. a place for you to go, Chris. I've been there. Morons assume that Filipino girls are selling them sex out solely because of poverty, but the reality is more complicated than that. Mm-hmm. The typical Filipina prostitute is a working class girl, poor, but not destitute. She lives with her family, doesn't have a college degree and is a single mother. More often than not, she whores herself out, not, not out of desperation, but, but avarice, not familiar with that term. Avarice. A V A R I C E. That means. Um, extreme greed for wealth or material gain. All right. So they're just, they're just materialistic. Yeah. Okay. So they're, they're willing to sell that pussy just to have material items. Mm-hmm. They want an eye watch. Yeah, I guess. They throw it, throw the pussy out there and get enough for an eye watch. Or, or a Louis Vuitton purse. Yeah, of course. Okay. By Philippine standards, prostitutes, particularly young ones, Make a damn good living. One girl I talked to at an LA cafe told me that she made up to seven to eight thousand pesos a night. That's about one hundred sixty to one hundred eighty dollars sleeping with tourists. Well, that's a pretty good take. Yeah, two hundred dollars. I mean, is it worth banging out somebody for two hundred dollars for a whole night? Oh, what's the value of two hundred dollars in the Philippines? Well, I guess. That might be that might be like a thousand dollars here. Well, I knew a girl. She was she was a she was a Filipino mm-hmm. when I lived in California. Okay, she was uh, part Philippine, part German. Okay, and she was just a beautiful girl, beautiful. Okay, and her her mother, I guess, still lived in the Philippines. And mm-hmm. she would always tell me, you know, I, I made an okay living. I mean, I was, I certainly wasn't rich. I was probably making like $45,000 a year. This was back in like 89. Right. And she told me, 
oh, you could go to the Philippines. You would be a king there. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's there's probably big, you know, big, big money in this. Apparently so. You know, uh, nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Hey, if, if, if you can make your money, go make it. Sure. That's what I think. I'm always for people going and making their coin. <laughs> and I, 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 I certainly have no problem with, with people selling pussy. I mean, for God's sakes, as we've said a million times here on the show, you're paying for it anyway. There's no difference. It's all just pay for, it's all paid a fuck. So might as well get paid. Exactly. Hard dollars instead of stupid, you know, frivolous, frivolous dollars. It's actually cash in your pocket instead of a stake in your belly. Yeah. And there's a lot less hassle to it. Just the whole. Yeah. It's a negotiation. It's a, it's a transaction as it should be, you know, or at least it should be an option, you know, (laughs) Listening back to that segment last week with, with Ozzy Ace. Oh yeah. That's how it should be. I'm not saying that every time you get laid should be a, a financial transaction, but I'm saying it should be an option that you have. You should have the option of, well, I want a date. I want to know you better. Yeah. I want to spend time with you, whatever either, it is. Either I could buy you a steak dinner for, you know, 120 bucks. Or I could split the difference with you, give you 60 bucks and still bang that pussy. Yeah. Or, or even if it's not that girl, it should still be an option of, well, maybe I want to have dating type of, of things. So I'll go off with this girl, but maybe I just need like one hour to take care of what I need. (laughs) No, don't need fucking all the texting and calling and going out and you know let's go have a drink oh what are you into oh oh tell me more about your job that i really couldn't give a fuck about oh you know you know all that horse shit that's one option that some people choose and right that's fine well it's more direct yeah i i like the direct approach i like really i don't care what you do i just want to stick my dick in you pump it around a couple of times squirt some juice and leave that's what I want. I should have that option. Just a direct option. It's crazy that prostitution, to me, it's crazy that prostitution's legal. It's the dumbest law in the books. Dumber than even marijuana being legal. <laughs> prostitution should be legal because it's all prostitution anyway. Right. So stupid. But whatever. Our government would rather fight for fucking eight-year-old transgenders picking the fucking... You know, Secretary of Education. <laughs> Idiots. Well, it's true that most retail type jobs in the Philippines pay horribly, say maybe five thousand pesos a month, that's about a hundred and ten bucks. Mm-hmm. And you'll be working twelve hours a day, six days a week. These girls have a social safety net in a form of their family. They're not in danger of becoming homeless, and they live in a society where the value of chastity and traditional morals they whore themselves out because they're greedy because money is worth more to them than their virtue. <laughs> their virtue. Stop it. The And frankly, it catches up to them quickly. The girl I talked to could change so much because she was both young and cute. Mm-hmm. I give you a comparison. A few days later, I was at a club in Malate when a fat 30 ish hooker offered me, boom boom 
for a thousand pesos. She was ugly enough that I wouldn't have let her pay that I would have let her pay me. <laughs> In the same time, I felt sorry for her. Charging foreigners discount prices for blowjobs has gotten to be a depressing existence. Other examples abound on how sex work degrades women. For example, for example, Miriam, who became famous last year as the Duke porn star Bell Knox. Are you going to look that up? B-E-L-L-E-K-N-O-X. Yeah, I, I know. I actually know who she oh, is. Oh, you know who she is. Okay. <laughs> I know who she is. All right. She's the, she's, the, she's the chick that, you know, she looks real young. Yeah, I, I'm aware of Bell Knox. I, I have no idea. I was on. I was busy doing the conversion. Yeah, of sure you are. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Of a thousand pesos. That's um. That's nineteen dollars and sixty cents. Yeah. Uh, f- that chick. Yeah. <laughs> the Duke porn star Bell Knox recently admitted in an interview that the porn industry has made her cynical and bitter. This is why it's incredibly irresponsible for the media to hold up a woman like Weeks as heroes. While not all women who end up in the sex industry will be ruined by it, even even enough to do it is not a choice anymore. Let's see here. Let me read this again. Uh, While not all women end up in the sex industry will be ruined by it, enough do that it's not a choice any sane society encourages girls to make. The Instagram model getting trolled by tag the sponsor have sipped from the poison chalice. Their souls are being warped by the repulsive acts that their sponsors make them do. Even if they luck out and manage to find a chump who will marry them knowing what they've done, the memories of their sick acts they've committed will haunt them for the rest of their lives. I wager more than a few Instagram models will become drug drug addicts if they aren't already and commit suicide before they turn 40. <laughs> I know that's not funny, but it is. Yeah, it's, it's horrific. But you know what? That's what you get for thinking that you can fucking have a job and not do anything and fucking get paid. Yeah. I just well, posted a picture of Bell Knox in the chat. Room, yeah, I, I have no idea, so I'm I'm just going to take your word for it. And she's she's just got an okay body, but man, oh wow, look to, at that nose! She's Jimmy Durante. She's got Clinger's nose. Yeah, she's she's Jimmy Durante. Ha cha 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 cha! Holy shit! <laughs> now I feel like Anthony making a reference like that. Reference from the 40s or whatever. (laughs) I got a billion of that. It's Klinger in his girl outfit. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Now go back to the Toledo mud hens, will you? We got incoming. Let's go. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So are you interested in how paying for sex corrupts men? Oh, please tell me. All right. Because... I want to help you avoid these pitfalls. Okay, good. Let's hear it. There's another aspect to the tag, the sponsor that hasn't been discussed. That is men who are blowing obscene sums of money so they can use pretty girls with huge noses (laughs) as outhouses. Nice. 
Again, observing the Philippine sex industry allows me to see how sex work degrades the men who partake in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is direct. I'm looking at you, Chris Aiken. All right. Women like to flatter themselves by thinking they need to do this. Uh, all they have to do is show up looking hot and men will be turned on. It's not that simple. Men need an emotional connection to women. They bang in order to enjoy themselves. All right. That's officially a lie. Yeah, I, I disagree with that. A hundred percent. You do not need any emotional. I mean, just anybody that's ever picked up a chick at a party. You had no emotional attachment at all. Just happy to put your dick in a mouth. Yeah. No, or in a pussy. Yeah, no, no emotional attachment to it. Right. Jesus. I'm not talking about, I don't even know what this means. To woove, T-W-O-O-W-O-V-E. I never even heard of that. To woo. That's a hashtag on Twitter. I don't even know what that is. I don't know what it is either. To woove. Yeah. Two O Wolf? Is it got two O's? T-W- yeah, yeah. T W O O W O V E. Two Wolf. Some sort of hashtag. I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means at all. Okay. Either booze fueled lust is more than enough. If a man okay. tries to bang a woman who is clearly not into him, who isn't giving off those pheromones of lust? His own body language will revolt against him. This is why rape, despite feminist claims, is so rare. Just who wrote this? I don't know who wrote this. Idiot wrote this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> There's a reason why whoremongers in Southeast Asia have a pop Viagra in order to get up with hookers. And it's not because they have erectile dysfunction. It's because their bodies know that the hookers don't like them and are only sleeping with them for money. I don't believe that. Not even for a second. Look, I'm when I was in Korea, I easily banged a hundred hookers. Easily. Easily. And I never needed Viagra. There wasn't even such thing back then. I had no no issue with it at all. I didn't care that they weren't into me. Who cared? First of all, let's break it down since this person has clearly never even bought a hooker. Apparently not because it's like I've seen a lot of chicks that I thought, man, that's pretty hot. Yeah. And it never occurred to me as, man, I need to be emotionally connected to her if, if I'm thinking about, you know, pursuing that. Yeah, but but let's even get into the, the actual artistry of being a hooker yeah they tell you that they're into you they lie yeah they lie and you know they they're like oh come come with me big boy come with me gi you know blah 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 they they make you feel comfortable that's part of the the horror experience is is that they you know this this chump that wrote this is like all right, you ugly piece of shit. Let me suck your fucking cock. <laughs> you know, and that's not how it works. Yeah. Even even here with the with the ugly, awful crack whores on on corners in like Chicago or wherever. More Battle Creek. Or wherever, you know, 
they'll still come up to the window and they'll be like, Hey, you looking for a party? You looking to have some fun? They're not like, Hey, got $20 and want to hit this crappy pussy. <laughs> That's not what they're doing. They play the game a little bit. But they pretend they're interested. That's all. That's all part of it. See, look how many look how many married guys think that every time they fuck their wife that their wife is into it. You know, don't you think that married guys would that don't you think anybody that's been married ten years, ten years, knows that three of the four times that they fuck their wife, their wife is just going through the motions so that so that he'll bring home the check to pay the rent or whatever. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. Do you, do you think that, do you think that the, that married women that have been married 10 years, every single time is a life changing, moving experience for them? No, I'm just, they're just doing their wifely duty as it were. It's part of the job. Yeah. It's the same as vacuuming. They have to do it. They can either suck up the floor or suck up the cock, but it's part of the gig. That's it. Stop with this nonsense, the theremones and the, the romance. Shut up. This person's a fool that wrote this article. Well, th this next se sentence is just going to put you over the edge because I just read this and I was just like, what are you talking about? If this guy wasn't horny for you, he wouldn't have solicited you to begin with. Yeah. All right. Let me hear. Using artificial drugs is the only way. They can trick their dicks into overcoming their innate repulsion to having sex with an unwilling girl. 1,000% untrue. It's just like, why would the guy even bother soliciting you if he wasn't, like, hot and turned on? Yeah. Why, why, why would you go, hey, you know, I want to pick up a hooker, but, you know, I'm not really attracted to you, and I'm not really hard, and I'm not really horny, but I want to fuck you anyway. But, you know, I got to figure out a way to do that. Well, how come how come guys can beat their can beat their own dick without any fucking without anything? I mean, yeah, it, it's great if you have an iPad or your phone or something to get an image in your head. But most guys, most of us that are our age, definitely have spanked our dick once or a thousand times without any visual aid, right? Yeah, but but why would you go through the pains of having to take some kind of a Viagra or whatever it is? If you're, if you're not even attracted to the girl, why would yeah. you even do that? Well, sometimes you just want to get a nut. Yeah, but if That's... you're but if you're not all hot and horny and bone, you know, chubbed up already, why would you pick somebody that go? Oh, you know, I'm not. Th you're not that hot, and I really don't feel like getting off with uh -huh. you. And no, you wouldn't do that. You but... wouldn't do that. But that's what this guy is saying. Yeah, this guy and this guy, but this guy also believes that there has to be some sort of a connection. And I'm saying masturbation, there's no connection to anything. Nope. Nothing. You're just like, man, you know what I need right now? A lot of times, and I'll, I'll admit that I've done it. I'm not going to tell anybody else to admit to it, but I'll admit that I've done it more than once, more than a hundred times, more than a thousand times. There's a lot of times where you'll jerk off just so you can go to sleep. <laughs> I've done that. I still do that. I do that all the time. Get to the end of the night. Gets to, I mean, you know me with my sleeping habits. Yeah, I have a well, it's a relaxer. Yeah, you bust a nut, and all of a sudden, it's like, okay, now I'm good. It's yeah. like it's it's the same as taking a sleeping pill. Yeah, it's it's like it's just like a release release of tension. Yeah, 
blow that load and you're like, okay, well now my body's supposed to be asleep. Yeah. So now it will. <laughs> In the specific case of these Arab sheiks, these are men who are wealthier and more privileged than the kings of old, but instead of using their fortunes to advance science, culture, or philosophy, science. Cultural philosophy, they pay women to have sex with German shepherds. <laughs> they are degenerates in every sense of the word, fools who have squandered a great gift on pointless hedonism. Oh, shut up, flake of the snow. Oh, my oh, God. Folks, you know, first of all, anybody that's a philanthropist, and this is going to be a blanket statement that I know is not 100% true, but I'm thinking it's true enough. You know when they start donating money? After they've done all this shit. After they've banged the supermodels. After they've done had a threesome, a foursome, shit on some girl's chest. Whatever it is that, that is their kink. They get all that stuff out of the way, and then when they get bored... They start thinking about philanthropy. Yeah. That's why you see any that's why you don't see many 25, 28 year old philanthropists. That's why when these Hollywood, like the Miley Cyruses of the world, make a billion dollars before they're twenty five, that's why you don't see them going and saying, you know what, I'm gonna go to build roads in Africa. They run around fucking different guys and partying. And once they get all that wildness out of their system, then it's like, well, now I got to do something with my life. I got to do something good. Right. Just stop with that. They're wasting their money. Everybody wastes money when you have it. Yeah. Until you've had to, you have so much that you've done everything that you wanted to do. Yeah. The only reason we all want money is to do the things that we're not allowed to do without it. Right. Yeah. Well, as Paul, as Paul Stanley put it one time, the only thing that having a lot of money does is gives you the ability not to have to think about money. Yeah. You got that, people? <laughs> if there's one good thing about Tag the Sponsor, it's this. I'll help countless men stop sucking up to women. Here's some cold, hard truth. There are no snowflakes. There are good women out there, yes, but the whole... Girls do not deserve your worship or praise. They are just people, nothing more. And in the case of Instagram models, there's no reason to be intimidated by beautiful women. They drop, they're drop dead gorgeous girls you're crushing on is likely get the paid to have a Saudi chic shit on their nose and watch it drip down their chin. The next time you're tempted to like a girl selfie on a Facebook or write a slobbering comment about how good she looks... Just think that the Dubai porta potties and smile. So is this written by millennial for millennial? Uh, I don't know who wrote this. Gotta be. Cause guys our age are not trolling Instagram and, and white knighting chicks. Are they? I, I would hate so. This guy's name is Matt Forney. Matt Forney. Sounds like he's about 22. That name says 22 to me. Yeah. Uh, dude, I, can you imagine somebody your age, like sitting in the office? What are you doing? Oh, I'm hitting on this girl on Instagram. I'm hitting on, um, flat belly 3281. She's great. <laughs> I'm going to have sex with her. I'm going to meet her. I'm going to date her. 
Get the fuck out of here. This is fucking children's shit. I agree. <laughs> All right. All right, moving along. Okay. Um, you're going to love this. Since 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 we uh, covered the topic of drinking mm-hmm. tonight, yeah. a mother of two who attacked three British airline uh, British Airway flight attendants after being denied six Bloody Marys was on her way to a rehab clinic in South Africa. So she was going to rehab and she decided to knock down six drinks? Yeah, she wanted six Bloody Marys. <laughs> well, yeah, if you're going to be without them for a while, you might as well get your fill. Right. Emma Langford, 47, had to be handcuffed and strapped to her seat after a drunken rampage on an 11-hour flight, which left cabin crew shocked and the airline littered with broken plates and glasses. My God. On Friday, uh, Islesworth Crown Court heard how Langford was traveling from Heathrow to Cape Town on December 6th in 2019 with her son to check herself into Alcohol Rehab Center. The court heard how she had crashed catastrophically into a heavy drinking after the breakdown of her marriage and fears she would see her children put into into foster care. During the sentence hearing, a judge heard how the 35 minutes after takeoff, Langford approached the members of the staff saying how she was thirsty and demanded a large amount of alcohol. <laughs> after her first drink, she returned to her seat but came back and launched a tirade of abuse, asking staff if they would afford her uh, $8,000 seat and calling, let's see, let's see, asking staff if they could afford her $8,000 seat and calling two fam- female stewardesses fat. Okay. She then punched the customer service uh, manager, Matthew Richardson, before assaulting another member of the cabin crew. She later shoved a third member of the staff against the aircraft door before throwing a tray of plates and glasses to the floor. One of the shards cut uh, the Miss Fogel's leg. A cabin crew manager said in a statement that the mother of two smelled of alcohol and puffed her chest out before starting to punch him in the galley area of the Boeing 747. Prosecuting, uh, let's see, prosecuting, Douglas Adams said about 30 minutes after takeoff, the defendant came to the galley and she saw, uh, see here, about 30 minutes after takeoff, the defendant came to the galley and she saw Razor, her, this is written poorly. She saw raising her voice and was agitated. She was saying that she had been on the plane for ages and was thirsty and she wanted a drink. Yeah, pal. The manager asked the customer not to speak to the crew in such a fashion. He could smell alcohol on her. And so he asked uh, if she had been drinking, but she said no. He gave her a little bottle of water and she went back to her seat. 
I think she might have been lying. <laughs> a few minutes later, she approached him again. And with that, she said uh, her chest was puffed out. She was saying that uh, he, she paid $4,000 for her seat and $8,000 for the two and asked if they could afford that amount. But he said he would not comment. Langford had been received treatment for mental health issues since the incident has been completely has been has completed rehab program. The court said Langford of old Basing Hertzfield, England, pleaded guilty to three charges of assault, one of criminal damage and one of being drunk on the aircraft and behaving in a threatening and abusive, insulting and disorderly manner toward the cabin crew. Do you think? <laughs> I know you don't fly a lot. No. But if you were on a plane and you saw a woman like throwing plates and glasses and storming around and stuff, what would you do? I mean, would you just sit there and watch the show or would you do anything? Or I, I, I don't know. I think it would depend on how close it was to me. If If I got hit with a plate, you better believe I would get up and go fucking ballistic. But... If it was fucking with other people and not me, I'd probably just sit there and laugh. Yeah. I'd enjoy it. I'd enjoy the show. I'd probably yell at her. Hey, knock it off, you dumb bitch. <laughs> I, I I don't imagine that I would, you know, I don't want to get kicked off the plane. Give me a fucking drink. Yeah. Yeah, nah. give the bitch a drink. Give me one, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what I would do. I other than babies crying, I don't think I've ever really experienced anything awful on a plane. Have you? No, nothing out out of ordinary. Nothing weird. Yeah, I've never I've never seen this. Of course, I've I haven't flown since the age of like, what do they call those uh, emotional animals? Or oh whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, emotional support animals. Yeah, emotional support animals. Can't wait when I go to San Francisco to see if there's somebody on the plane with an emotional duck or something. Well, I don't know. I've been I've been on the plane, oh, I don't know, several times over the last few years, and I have not yet seen somebody with an uh, uh, emotional support animal in tow. No emotional dog or no, horse? No, nothing or like that. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. This, this, this world is just fucked. It is. Everybody's weak. Everybody's such pussies. Everybody's weak. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. Some bitch yelling, you can't afford my ticket. They should throw her right off the plane. I don't care where they're at. Yeah, 30,000 feet. Well, you got to go. Yeah. She's she's of no use to society anyway. Yeah. Could you afford my seats? Can you afford a parachute? Let's see if you did. Yeah. I'm a rich bitch. Yeah. Okay. Now you're a rich dead bitch. Get off my plane. Fuck you. All right, here's something you might enjoy. All right. A firefighter claims she was fired over her racy Instagram photos. Here we go again. Getting with social media. Mm -hmm. A female firefighter is suing her former department after claiming she was fired after photos posted on her Instagram account. So look this up. I'm ready and willing. Her name is Presley, P-R-E-S-L-E-Y, Pritchard, P-R-I-T, 
C-H-A-R-D. Presley Pritchard. She's kind of hot. Presley Pritchard, a former firefighter paramedic with the Evergreen Fire Rescue in Kellispell, Montana, said she was let go from her job last August after being directly targeted due to how she looked in her gym attire. Among other factors related to her social media presence. <laughs> well, maybe it's because this gray one has fucking the fact that she's got a huge puffy camel toe and Kim Kardashian ass. Yeah. Yeah, but she, uh, everything about her body is not good. <laughs> she's got the big fat ass and big fat thigh. Mm-hmm. She's kind of, she's, she, but, but flat. She's kind of flat titted. Yeah, she's a flat so. Uh, she's not fat. She doesn't have the belly to go with the flatso label. Mm-hmm. She has got a huge dumper. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Wasn't that what a lot of girls are going for these days? They're going yeah. for the Kardashian dumper. Well, this is like two Kardashian dumpers. <laughs> this is a lot of ass. Right. I'm put this, look in the chat room here. I'm going to put this photo. Well, up. I see her photos on this, on this. Well, she's got a little, she's got some cleavage. But I'm, not, bit, but, but I'm not digging the tats on her sleeve. I'm not digging the tats and I'm not digging the fat ass. <laughs> Look at that ass on there. That ass in the picture I just posted there. That's a lot of booty. Yeah. She, she's, she's got the big old, got the big old tattoo arms and the big old booty. I don't know if I'd have enough dick to get up in her asshole. You'd have to have probably, what, seven good inches of cock to get anything in there. Yeah. There's a lot of fucking pushing before you could get in there. Yeah. Jesus Christ. She's got a large butt. My goodness. <laughs> a lot of cushion for the pushing. I don't know that I'd want that much cushion. <laughs> That's like trying to fuck your way through your couch. Right. All the way through. Yeah, I don't know about her. Not, not, not digging her much. I don't hate the tat. I don't like it, but I, I don't hate the tattoos. Yeah, I guess she does have some tits in that photo. She's got a lot of that, a lot of ass. Mm -hmm. Kim Kardashian calls her a fat ass. <laughs> she has now filed a wrongful termination lawsuit that accuses her superiors of gender discrimination. Pritchard's lawsuit states that she is unfairly singled out for her status as a fitness influencer. See, everybody's an influencer these days. You're, uh, you know, recommending, you know, car starting apparatuses. I'm recommending places to stay in Pittsburgh. You know, if you were trying to get in shape, would you reach out to this person? No. The only thing she's got going for her is she's got a flat belly. Pretty face. But, yeah, she must do, like, 62 million squats a day. Yeah, she doesn't have clinger nose. No, she doesn't have clinger nose, that's for <laughs> The 27-year-old has nearly 100,000 followers on Instagram, uh -huh. where she typically shares photos and videos of her workout routine, as well as her inspirational messages and posts promoting her several partnerships with wellness brands. You know, in fairness to her, I'm looking through all of her photos. Yeah. And 
I'm really not into her very much. There's really nothing here that's dirty. You know, she doesn't really have any, there's no dirty photos at all. I mean, I, I don't know that, I don't think she should be fired, do you? From the photos that you've seen? Mm, well, again, I, I'm not sure what the standard is that they're holding her to. I mean, she's dressed. She's dressed in every picture. She's wearing shit that you would see literally at a gym. Yeah. And she is in a profession where she has to stay in shape. And clearly, you look at that flat belly. She is in shape. She mm -hmm. works out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to side with her. Just not backside with her. <laughs> but that online presence, which Pritchard has contended was completely separate from her job, began causing her issues in 2018 when Jack Fallon, a member of the Evergreen Fire District Board, began raising concerns about the account. Pritchard told vice that those concerns continued throughout the following year it was just ongoing they would call me in for everything she said it was like always just walking on eggshells there the firefighter told vice that she was reprimanded about 20 times for issues involving her account including that she wore the gym and other photos uh with what she wore at the gym and other photos most of the pritchard's photos featured her dressed in workout clothes, but others showed her bathing suits, posing with friends, or shooting guns. Probably what got her, the guns. Yeah. I actually got issued men's uniform pants. So I was like, wow, fine. I'll wear men's pants. Are you serious? Am I supposed to leave my butt at home? Pritchard added that despite the harassment she faced, she saw her male colleagues participate in similar behavior. She showed Vice multiple photos of male fighter fighters from her former department posing shirtless on social media. It's just really, really hypocritical, she said. It just sucks because you see firefighters out there with these sexy firefighter calendars. And if females did that, they would literally be like beaten to death. I, I, I got to take her side. I, I, I'm looking. The raciest ones are these bikini ones. Mm -hmm. You see a little side boob. Sure. But even that, I mean, she can't help it that her tits are large. <laughs> According to Pritchard's lawsuit, she was ultimately fired for being asked to remove several photos of her in a firefighter uniform. As her boss has said, it blurred the lines between her work and her personal brand. However, the 27 year old told the vice that a lawyer told her she didn't need to remove the photos as her department did not have any sort of standard social media policy. Yeah, but she's already being a pain in the ass by going to a lawyer. Mm-hmm. But Pritch I know I want her fired. Yeah. But Pritchard said uh was still fired for removing the photo. She filed her lawsuit in December claiming she was ultimately let go to sexism and a double standard favoring men. Nationally, fire departments are largely a male dominated workplace. Only seven percent of the firefighters are female. Everybody knows that's how fire service is in the military and law enforcement where you're, when you're in it, Pritchard's lawsuit is reportedly still underway and a state investigator has been assigned in her case. 
in the meantime, she was able to apply for unemployment. So what do you think on this? What is she right? Is she wrong? Well, I, I don't know. I don't think her pictures are racy or anything per se. Yeah. But I don't know what the standard is for being a public. Again, this goes back to the whole being a public uh, employee employed by the state. You know, being on social media, you know, who knows? I don't know. Yeah, I I mean, I get it, but I I just don't understand. I guess, I guess, you know, in a world where we see things that are so much more severe, this seems so tame. And maybe that's it. Maybe we're just jaded now to where this isn't is 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 still an issue. But it just seems like you know, it's not like she was on on there saying you know, I hate black people and I hope that I get a chance to burn one to death or something. <laughs> you know, like some of these idiots in, in the stories that we read do. You know, she's she's wearing legitimate workout clothes. She's making a little extra money on the side. Yeah. I don't know that I have a, I don't have a problem. I would never view her Instagram, I guess, but you know, I, whatever, whatever. Maybe she'll, maybe she'll take that downtime on her unemployment and, you know, shrink that ass a little bit. <laughs> That's a lot of butt. Yep. My God. She's huh? got to take projectile shit just to make sure it doesn't fucking paint her whole inner leg. Yeah. Got a lot of ass. Can you imagine how much toilet paper she needs to wipe that? <laughs> That's got to be a half hour trip. Yeah. Well, she could solicit since she's an influencer, she could uh, get a deal with Sherman or something. Yeah, no kidding. She probably needs it. 12 ply. Yeah. To deal with that fat booty. Jeez, man. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of ass. Mm-hmm.